Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Disney Parks and Beyond. I am Nick and on this episode I am joined by uh, the two Pauls, Mr. D. Hello there. And also by P. Dubsport Washington, how are you? Hello, not too bad, not too bad. Can't Good. grumble. Well you can, but I mean yeah. it's not really the forum to do it, is it? Let's no, be honest. No, not really. No. <laughs> Doesn't usually stop us. Uh, that that is that is actually very true. That is that is quite true. Um, but it's been, uh, we've had a bit of a heat wave, haven't we? Oh, yeah, and more to come, I think. Oh, yeah. next couple of days. Mm. I was yeah. I was recording uh, my new. My, I've got a new podcast coming out called uh, "Diz Is Your Life." I can start mentioning it now because the contracts have been signed for it. I still don't have a release date, but it has been signed. And um, I was recording an episode of that the other day with uh, a guy called Chris Ladondo uh, in New York, who actually we're hoping to possibly get on this podcast as well because he was very good on that one and um i was we kind of talking about the the, the weather and stuff like that because obviously he was over in i think it was staten island and was saying about how muggy it was and we'd had a that day had actually been a really wet day but before that and since then it's been like just humid just humid and muggy mm. good old england yeah. eh? yeah uh, but, you know, the best thing about being hot is cooling down. And the best way of cooling down, of course, with a nice, refreshing uh, beverage. So, Smooth link. I know. Tell me about it. You know, I'm becoming a pro. It's mm-hmm. only taken me eight years. Um, so, who wants to go first? Let's go to Mr. D. You drink it. Okay. I uh, just walked the dog up. <laughs> I can <laughs> pop and just uh, got our attention. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm back on the gin and tonic. Yep. Cheers. Oh, God, that reminds me. I've got to go and buy some gin and tonic. We're out. And I got told I've, I've either got to buy pink or peach, or preferably both of them. So For we'll both, see. if you can't make up your mind. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking, to be honest. I've had both, and they're both quite nice. But, um, yeah, that's that's reminding me. I didn't put it on the shopping list. Uh, P-Dubs, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm not being so boring. A change from just plain water. I've got coconut water tonight. <laughs> I, uh, I've got to be in the mood for coconut water, I think, if I'm honest. I do... It's not the greatest thing in the world. It's healthy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. There is, there is that. I saw you got some some more exotic teas the other day as well. Yeah, yeah. We went we went into Holland and Barrett the other day, and it was more pocket teas. But it's like one for every kind of time of the day. So you've got one for when you wake up. Like one just before lunch, one for after lunch, one for after your dinner, and then one for bedtime. Oh, God, this sounds like something from the Victorian ages. This is far, <laughs> yeah. far too much effort for yeah. me. Too complicated. Yeah, yeah. literally, we've, we've only had, we've had two of them today. We've not had all five. I've made a, I made a conscious decision that uh, I think the next time, when I probably when I go out and buy the gin, actually, I'm, I'm going to pick up some Yorkshire tea because everyone tells me that's the best tea. And I'm going to try for about the fifth time in my life to get into tea. So we'll He's see. He's good. I love tea. 
everyone tells me so but i just i've really just never fallen in love with it but i've moved on from from regular say i i don't drink that at all now no you just drink ponzi tea yeah it's either a coffee or ponzi tea yeah because i used to drink it with milk and i don't i don't have milk in hot drinks anymore Mm -hmm. so i i drink my coffee black and obviously the the ponzi teas don't need milk in them so I kind of don't just have milk. Away. Don't have milk in hot drinks sounds like a pop punk ska band <laughs> from Sacramento. <laughs> um if there is, if that isn't a band name, feel free to take it and just give like pull the uh, the rolls checks every now and again. Um I I've just got something very boring. I just looked at what was in the fridge before we started recording, realised there wasn't very much left. So <sighs> Uh, oh, it made no noise at all. Uh, Bud Light. <laughs> like, literally, like, didn't make a slight noise when I opened the... We had to hit the desk. Yeah, yeah, well, that's because I kind of threw it down in anger to really emphasise the point. <laughs> I wasn't happy with it. Anyway, um, that's the first bit. Uh, the next bit of the show that we always have is a look at what's been going on inside the parks. Let's get down to business to start planning that Disney trip. I'm Wendy Prater and Magical Journeys Travel here, proud sponsor of the Disney Parks and Beyond podcast. I specialize in all things Disney, Universal, and all major cruise lines. Disney cruises are spectacular, but you've got to book early to get the best pricing and stateroom selection. I offer generous onboard credits and take care of all your planning. Interested in Disney World, Disneyland, or Disneyland Paris? I can help with every bit of the planning process, including dining and fast passes. Find me on the Twitters at WP Magic Journeys or email me at Wendy Prater at MagicalJourneysTravel.com. I make the plans, you make the memories. Now, Ryan isn't here tonight. Um, he'll be back soon, hopefully. He just wasn't able to make tonight. Um, but he left us a few news bits. I know, Mr. D. I know you've picked a few bits up, and I, I imagine being um, just an all-round uh, guru you have as well, P-Dubs. Yeah, just a few bits. There's not loads. Mm, yeah, famous last words. Um, <laughs> See you so, in a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll be a midnight for half-time. <laughs> Strap yourself in. Um, so the first thing that, that Ryan um, asked me to, to discuss on the show tonight is... Uh, this rumour that um, there's possibly going to be another bar at Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Have you, have you seen this? No, I haven't, no. Hmm. So, uh... It's interesting any... that's coming at a time when I suppose lots of bars aren't open in Florida, but okay. Well, I mean, it won't be open now, right? No. It won't be open anytime soon. No, but it just um, seems like a strange thing to focus on, but anyway, okay. Well, it says that there's a new uh, thing called a Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge virtual reality experience. Mm. Yeah. This is where this has come from. Right. So it's introduced some new locations mm-hmm. and, ca- and uh, characters in the Black Spire Outpost. Right. So it's set you know the same kind of place yeah. as the as the land is yeah um so yeah they they they're talking about expansions basically mm-hmm. um and i and i mean you know even when i was there you could see that there was some bits that i don't want to say felt empty 
but you thought something could have been there. Basically, use, useless corridors. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the one to, that I thought was taking you to the toilet and apparently took you to some backstage bit I wasn't allowed to go <laughs> yeah. into. It wasn't signposted properly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so there is some space. There yeah. is some space. Um, and Cecil uh, lacks. I wish... Oh, why does George Lucas... Why do they insist on these stupid names? But anyway, um, there's another cantina in this thing. Right. And it's, I mean, well, I guess... You know, the, the Star Wars Hotel, when that opens up, this isn't connected to that, then it isn't a part of that. It's a separate thing in Galaxy's Edge. That's the rumour, is it? Well, I think, because my my understanding anyway, was this this whole um, this whole themed kind of experience, you're going to be in space, not on mm. a planet. Mm. So you could be pretty much anywhere. So I don't think it will do. It might, it might land there or something. That might be what they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, you know, because of uh, the concept art around this, this VR experience, and the fact there's mm-hmm. another cantina and it kind of ties in with where there's a bit of space, then yeah, they, they think mm-hmm. that that's, that's enough evidence. And look, if there's one thing you can say about Olga's is that it is really good, but it's also really small. Yeah. yeah, and because it's the only place to do that, it's also mm-hmm. very busy. Yeah. yeah, so it would of course make sense to open if they had any sense. They'd open one up that was you know three times the size. Yeah, yeah. that that was always what I'd heard was that there was a second one built in the same building. Yeah, um, but they were holding off to to drive sales. Yeah. Yeah. And then they should open, open it up once, it, once it was done, once they'd seen a slowdown. Yeah. They should open up a first order cantina. Well, actually, what it, what it says here, I mean, they should do. Yes, you're absolutely right. Well, I just I just want to hear the barman shout last order. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. You can, you can have that one for free, Disney. Dressed as Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently. Cecil Slack's bar was first seen solo. Oh yeah, What's, where was which one was that in solo? Then? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I've not seen solo for a while, but yeah, I mean they do go to a bar. Yeah, but I can't really remember that much about it. It's been a it's been a good few years now since I, yeah. I last saw solo. Um, but then if that's the case, you know, a hard job tying it in mm. because that yeah. wasn't set at. Black Spire Outpost, unless it's, it's like franchise. it's like the Weatherspoons of Star yeah. Wars cantinas. Could be, you know. Well, yeah, strange things have the, happened. I mm-hmm. prefer the Hooters of Star Wars, but <laughs> well, there you go. Didn't didn't he play in the band <laughs> in Captain Air? Yeah, Hooters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So so there we go. I mean, I th- I think it makes sense if if that's what they're going to do. If that's the the, the road they're going to go down, I think it does make sense. Yeah. Um, because it, I mean, I can't I can't imagine how much money that place makes. Yeah, must be lots. But I mean, what, what was the cheapest drink? About eight dollars, maybe. Yeah. One and of the that, And yeah, exactly. Non-alcoholic, so it's hardly costing them anything. No. So I mean, the, the mm. drinks I had were were both over twelve dollars. I remember how much they were, but both over twelve. I remember that. And then you've got things like the um, the Rancor 
beer flight. What was a beer flight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got that, which was like a good 80-odd bucks by itself. So, you know, that must be raking in money. Yeah. yeah so I'm thinking that, that families of four or five are coming in there <coughs> and each yeah. buying a drink. Yeah, it's, it's making cash hand over fist. And the yeah. fact you're supposed to only be in there for an hour. Yeah. So that's that's essentially what you're making per per guest per hour. That's yeah, yeah. It's it's got to happen, right? Surely. I mean, I know now is not the time no. to be launching something like that, but yeah, you, you've got to think that's the way ahead. And I still think yeah. they need a sit down restaurant. Yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. they could do it like Chuck E. Cheese, and instead of. Um, Instead of like having like a Chuck E. Cheese and his his animatronic band, they could have uh, Sire Snootles. Is that his name? <laughs> the yeah. guy from Turn of the Jedi, anyway. Yeah, they could have them as the in-house band and just turn it into like a family joint. But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the fact that it's you know you can see some of the concepts are in this official uh, virtual reality experience. Definitely, you know, hints towards that. That's the that's the plans. I also believe there is there is some stuff to do with the uh, the hotel in the in the book that's going oh. alongside it. Oh, okay. Well, you mean the um, the the books, which is like the continuation. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they've got to tie this stuff into the canon, right? So yeah, yeah. I was reading today, actually, that um, neither droids or the Ewoks cartoons are really considered canon. No. I was quite surprised, just because it's the kind of thing that they probably would have tried to have done something with. If John Favreau has his way, they will be. The other thing as well, and I hadn't even even tried to look for this, but... uh, Obviously, they're not. Neither of those series are on Disney Plus, and neither are the Ewok films. No. And they were made for ABC in the eighties. They came out from. I didn't. I was too young to remember this, but they were. They came out of the cinema over here, but they were like direct to TV movies in the states. Mm. And there is there is some. Um, there is some things in there that people think are canon. Like there's a conspiracy theory about uh, Captain Phasma and the Ewoks films as well, which I just read about today for the first time. I thought was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, then, then do. And if you want to remember how poor the animation was for both of those animated series, then you can also find a lot of it on YouTube. But uh, oh, but in, in its defence, I will say Droids does have a theme tune that was uh, written and produ- uh, performed by uh, Stuart Copeland of, of the Police, and it's quite a banger actually. Not at so much. Got, at least he got to work for Disney. Uh, I mean, look, you know, Trudy got to make a documentary about it. The fact that we'll never legally see it is, you know, another thing entirely. But anyway, enough about the hot house for this episode. Um, Mr. D, what did you have for us? Well, sticking on the Star Wars theme then, or the Galaxy's Edge theme, did you see that um, Disney's got into a partnership with Target 
to sell Galaxy's Edge merchandise, which Ooh. is kind of unusual because they, they didn't want to sell it anywhere else other than Galaxy's Edge originally to keep it in then, the Then in they the moved bubble. that to Keystone Claviers. Yeah, that, no, it's everywhere, I think, but it's also on a off-planet. It's also on a, in Tarje. Is that, the, is that the planet Tarje? Yeah, that's yeah. posh. Is it, that's, that's is posh it super Tarje? Yeah, I think so. The planet Tarje. <laughs> that sounds too much like the super super Death Star. Uh, the super... Uh, oh, God, what's the ship called? Oh, uh, which one? Star Destroyer. Yeah, there's a Super right. Star Destroyer, isn't there? Yeah, there's, there is, there's yeah. a Star Destroyer, and then there's a Super Star Destroyer. I couldn't think of Star Destroyer. What a dickhead. Um, yeah, it's a snook ship. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, as you say, I mean, the only thing I will say to kind of combat what P-Dub said there, although it's true, is that the stuff in Galaxy's Edge is not the same as what you get outside of Galaxy's Edge. Like the stuff in uh, in in the studios mm. was, you know, had like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that on it. But weirdly, the... I'm wearing my t-shirt right now. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the the stuff in Galaxy's Edge isn't, you know, is is kept really in theme. There's no mention of Star Wars at all because obviously yeah. that's that's not what it's called. Um, so, uh, do do you know what they're actually going to be selling? Is it going to be that kind of more common merchandise, or is it going to be the exclusive to Galaxy's I think it's Edge a more stuff? common merchandise, but it obviously right. is Galaxy's Edge themed. Um, I think I saw one of the t-shirts, this hat, some other things. So um, it's definitely Galaxy's Edge merch, but whether it's different from what's in the actual parks, I'm not 100% sure. I think it is different. It, but it it's probably just, will be, because they yeah. normally... If they sign a deal like that with um, a store, it will normally yeah. be exclusive merchandise. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. um, there was right at the start of the the pandemic, wasn't there? There was a few supermarkets that got in cases of the Galaxy's Edge uh, Coke products. Well, the uh, like the the thermite bombs and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like pallets of them. Mm-hmm. And I was selling them for like some ridiculous price, like ten dollars for like twenty bottles or something stupid. Yeah. You know, stupid when you can you know consider how much they cost in Galaxy's Edge to buy. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, fun, uh, fun, fun things happening. Um, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I, I suppose it's good cross promotion, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you kind of. It, it kind of worries me that they feel the need that they have to do it. Well, yeah. I wonder whether they had a load of stuff left over with the outlets not being open. That they've just gone, do you know what? Let's just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And put it in Tarje. Does anyone, yeah, well, does anyone know with like, I mean, when I look at the Disney outlets, it's normally stuff that you have seen elsewhere in the parks, right? Yeah. But if you go into like a gap outlet or something like that, they actually make clothes specifically for the outlets, don't they? Yeah. I wonder if Disney have ever done that. It wouldn't surprise me if there is stuff that they've 
they produce and they're not sold. And what anywhere. I mean by that is, is, is not stuff that is so bad no one bought it and therefore it has to go in. <laughs> oh, no, there's some the stuff there. in there. Like, oh, they the definitely outlet. do that. They definitely do that. Um, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, what if they actually make specific like ranges of clothes or, or things like that? Um, Possibly, because there can't be that much left over. You wouldn't think so, would you? Mm-hmm. Not when you consider they have a refresh every single week yeah. that they are refilled. Like it can't be. They they must have stuff that they they make that just goes in there. Hmm. Well, Disney have, have hooked up with Target recently, haven't they? Because they've actually put Disney stores in some Target stores across and the US. one on property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that actually. Mm-hmm. Little concessions on that, um, yeah. Because I, I, I don't know what the deal is with that, but I think the the general consensus was a, a wonder if they were going to pull out of like malls and stuff like that and just have Disney store concessions within targets. Yeah, rather it's than a lot there. here, isn't it, with companies that are yeah. closing their high street shops and just having what concessions in big stores. Yeah, it's really weird, right? Do you remember when we went through that spate about oh, I don't know, five or six years ago, when Disney stores were closing everywhere, mm-hmm. and then they started reopening pop-up stores. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, which, which ends is, up staying open permanently. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, what was the point in that? I mean, we had one in Rom- we had a Disney store in Romford that had opened. It must have been the early nineties. I want to say it was probably around the time Euro Disney opened. And it was a proper old-fashioned Disney store. Like, it never got redone um, from when it first opens. It had stuff in the ceiling and all that. And um, and then they closed that down. And then I'd say a year and a half, maybe later, they opened up a store just down inside the same shopping mall. Um, probably about the same size shop as well, actually. But obviously without all of the over-the-top branding that the Disney store did, but just sold mm. more of the stuff that they, than they did before. It was, it was odd, but it was, they, they said it was a pop-up. They said it was going to be there for about six months. It's been about two years now. Yeah. yeah. We've just had one open in Derby. Not been oh. yet, but yeah, they've just opened a pop-up. It was meant to open just before everything went into lockdown. Right. Once it all reopened, they they did officially open it, so that's that's there. I'm going to have to go along and have a look at some point. The weirdest concession I've ever seen was I remember going into Selfridges at Bir- in Birmingham because there's not many Selfridges in the country. There's only a few, and for our American listeners, they're big department stores, so they sell a load of their own stuff, but they also have like concessions for other companies. Yeah, and um, the one in Birmingham had a Primark. Now, again, American listeners won't mean that much to you, but Selfridges is like a posh shop, like Harrods or something. Yeah, it's the next step down from Harrods. Yeah, and Primark is like the cheapest clothes like retail on the high street. So it was there amongst like brands like Ted Baker and Fred Perry and Ben Sherman and uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. And there was Primark. It's very, very weird. Just remembered, I was sitting there thinking, have I ever been in that Selfridges? I used to go in the London one all the time when I lived down down south. And I was like, have I ever been in the one in Birmingham? And then I sat there and went, 
Yeah, I have. I met Liam Gallagher in there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, just what just what you always do, you know, just the usual. Yeah, yeah, just normal. Um, Mr. D, do, do you know when that range is due to launch? Mm, no, I didn't see a date on it. No. Fair enough. Don't know. Yeah, I think a lot of things at the moment are messed up. I know there's yeah. all kinds of distribution problems with uh, shops, especially in America, not getting um, mm-hmm. products in. Um, I was I, I keep uh, when I go out shopping I keep looking out for the new Ghostbuster merchandise because that was due to come out obviously in time for the film, but it's not popped up anywhere yet, hmm. and I don't know if they're going to hold it back for the year or they are going to release it in America. They some places have released uh, the Ghostbusters merch, but uh, it seems to not be uh, widespread yet. So interesting. Anyway, yeah. that's going off topic. Yeah. So. I'll move swiftly on. Uh, Mm -hmm. Dubs, did you have anything you wanted to bring to the table? Yeah, I did. Um, Some of the hotel reopenings on property have been changed. Um, No real reason given. Obviously, we know there's issues still. Um, So the current opening dates for the hotels, only a couple have been moved back, but uh, Caribbean Beach Resort opened today. Um, so that's the first hotel that's actually opened on property, officially. And then the Yacht Club is reopening on the 24th of August. The Grand Flow on the 21st of September. The Poly, which is one of the ones that has been moved back, will now reopen on October the 4th. Coronado Springs on the 14th of October. And the second one that's been moved back to November the 1st is Art of Animation, Additionally to that, Beach Club and Boardwalk no longer have reopening dates. Oh, I think we know why Boardwalk doesn't have a reopening date. Because uh, Ample Hill Creamery is gone. Yeah, no, that was... I'm gutted about that. Did you, did you hear, though, that somebody bought them out? So they mm. went into bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, or, or whatever they filed for, whether it's Chapter 11 or whatever. Someone's bought them out, but they haven't bought the Disney locations. Oh, right. So that is going to be permanently closed. Right, yeah, that is sad. Disney will take it. Well, it was, there was an ice cream place there before, a Disney run one. Yeah. Um, Seashore Treats, I think it was called. Um, so, yeah, it would make sense for them to put an ice cream place back again. And they've got a whole store in Disney Springs as well yeah. that had been refitted, yeah. ready, to, ready to open. So that's yeah. the second ice cream store that's now sitting empty. Mm-hmm. Who, what? Who, who did? Disney. Oh, right. Ample Hills. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was going to be another one opening up. Uh, I mean, Ghirardelli's still there, right? Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Go there. I well, think the ice cream's amazing. It is. It's really good. But Ample Hills is, is good, but different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different flavors. It's more like a sort of Baskin Robbins type scenario where you've got these, all these different, like, ooey gooey birthday cake or whatever it's called. It's really good. Not that I'm, you know. Not that I'm influenced by ice cream. I did oh, hear gosh. a slight rumour that uh, Salt and Straw that have got their um, shop in downtown Disney at Disneyland may have been offered one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. But they are very much a West Coast company. Got to expand sometime. Yeah. yeah. So Could they're the ones that do weird flavours. Mm-hmm. So, what sort of weird flavours, Paul? Like really strange, like... Stuff that you would not put together, like fish flavored mm-hmm. ice cream and stuff like yeah. that. 
Yeah, maybe not. Stay on the <laughs> stay on the west coast, maybe. Yeah, you can stop salivating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just the, have a Baskin Robbins. I think that'll be fine. The um the whole thing with the hotels is a little bit strange, isn't it? I can't really work out the mindset of the ones they're opening against the ones that they're not. No. There must be there must be a reason for it, but I can't I can't figure out what it is. I can I can understand why the likes of Art of Animation has been pushed back because that is like the biggest hotels on property. Yeah, but yeah, it's strange that Beach Club, despite the fact that they're opening the Yacht Club, isn't mm. that that's weird. And of course, Boardwalk's the same area. Yeah. So whether that's what they're holding back on, they're only going to open one hotel in that that specific area. Mm. Maybe they're just opening like a certain number of value, a certain number of moderate, a certain number of deluxe because they because yeah. they know everything is scaled back. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm wondering just whether guessing. they're just not seeing the footfall. Yeah, they yeah they're definitely they're get. definitely not, are they? I mean, but no. they're not they're not accepting the footfall. They've cut no. back the capacity so much, and people aren't going just for the hotels. Mm. So if you can't get in to the parks, yeah. then people just aren't going. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, as our as our NBA correspondent as well, yeah. um, I did notice that the um, is it the Marlins baseball team? Yeah, have is it it's the Florida Marlins, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, they've had a number of players now that have tested positive, so they've had to cancel their games this week. Yeah, but mm. what's it been like with the NBA? Have we heard anything like that? In there? fact, they have announced their testing for the past week, and they had zero occurrences of COVID in the bubble in the last week. Mm. Good. Did you so, hear about the barber shop in the bubble? <laughs> There's a, they've got their own barber shop. Yeah. Which they apparently, they voted, the players voted on which barbers they wanted in the barber shop. Hashtag entitled. Or what? Well, it's quite appropriate because LeBron James has got a TV show called The Barbershop. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> fair enough. So for anybody that wants just, to see any of it, there is actually uh, a Lakers player has been doing vlogs. Um, oh. JaVale McGee. It's, all, it's on YouTube. He's done five episodes so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting to see. They aren't being fed Disney food. Let me tell you that much. I bet they're not. It's awful. They get like little polystyrene boxes with their food in every day. Good girl. Um, they do occasionally get a Mickey waffle if they're lucky, but that's about it. Yeah, but to be fair, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you if you look at the like behind the scenes stuff of like a Marvel film, and you see like especially like Chris Pratt used to do his video diaries all the time of like what he had to eat that day. And it be all prepared in a box room. What time he could eat it? Yeah. If he could eat the whole thing, all that kind of stuff. So to be honest, they're probably used to it. Yeah. They don't. They don't eat like us. No. Again, hashtag entitled. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, they're probably used to that kind of uh, setup. But yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, it all seems to be going going well. The the first official games kick off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They've had some. Um, scrimmages over the last week or so um, but the first actual league games begin tomorrow I did see as well that on uh, Fox Sports with the baseball they were putting in a virtual crowd yeah but then when I actually watched some of the coverage on TV uh, I just happened to be channel hopping and one of the games was on 
I couldn't even tell you who was playing. But behind the uh, oh god, who's the who's the who's the guy behind the batter? The stop. Okay, yeah, we'll call him yeah. the stop. Um, so you could like obviously the wicketkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're playing a proper game, that's a so, cricket term for our American listeners. So when you see uh, when you normally watch a baseball game, you're seeing behind the uh, the the pitcher. You can see the batter, you can see the person behind, uh, the catcher behind, and you could see like where the crowd would be, and it was cardboard cutouts. So I don't know. Maybe the maybe the virtual experiment didn't work in in real life. I don't know, but it's yeah, it's it was it was strange. So we'll see what the NBA does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be interested to see what happens to them. Um, yeah. Right, uh, another thing that um, Ryan sent over. Has been that um, there have been no out. No, sorry, let me restart that again. No outbreaks have been traced back to Disney World. So this is about uh, coronavirus, obviously. Um, Florida. I haven't looked at the recent numbers in Florida, but obviously the last few weeks mm-hmm. they haven't been great. Um, but they're saying that there is um, that there's been no outbreaks that have been tied to the theme parks. Did you see that Disney and I believe Universal have updated their mask policy? Yeah, so um, so now you can't wear a mask with a valve. Oh, okay. I was talking about something else. Oh, okay. So, and and I think this is probably well. I don't think it's just food and wine, but you, if you're gonna remove your mask to eat or drink, you can't be walking around. Yes, you've got to be stationary. Yes. Yeah, which so, makes sense. I mean, for God's sake, you know what I mean? If you're walking around eating and drinking without a mask, then basically you're just in the park without a mask. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. So yeah. I, thought, I would have thought people could have figured that out for themselves, but apparently not. So that's a, people, people that's using, a thing. Well, people were doing using that as an excuse, weren't they? They were buying yeah. like a big frappuccino yeah. um, or you know, a cup of ice water from Starbucks or whatever yeah. and just walking around with it. And you know, it's basically, well, if anyone challenges me, I've got a drink. Yeah, it's and kind of obvious, though. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's the difference between the spirit of the law and the letter of the law, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's bending the rules to you, you know, for your advantage. Uh, yeah. And it's, it, as you say, it's not in the spirit of uh, of of the guests. So mm. I'm not surprised they cut the loophole. But um, yeah, they also updated it. I think the same time mm-hmm. to say that um, masks now have to uh, can't have a valve on them. Now I've got. I've got two masks with valves on them. Mm-hmm. One is a proper mask with a valve with two valves that actually are there for a, a purpose. They actually do work. Uh, the other one, as far as I can tell, is completely decorative. It doesn't actually do anything at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's just on there to make you think that it's it's, it's better than something else, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's interesting. I mean, the, the the problem is is that when you are when you're not making. Uh, you know, if if you was in charge of distributing masks every day to guests, then that's one thing. But you're not. You're you're telling people they can wear their own masks, and then you change the rules. You know, people don't have lots of money, so that might have been an investment for them. And now you're telling them that it's it's no longer good. Um, there's been a few funny rules about the masks. They also said you can't have a mask without an ear loop yeah. as well. That's right. That was an early one. So people were using bandanas and stuff, and they were told, "No, no, it has to have a." Yeah. So 
Um, to be honest, I think it's just to make them buy their own ones. Yeah. And then the other thing is, uh, I read that if you if you remove your mask for a raid photograph, you you Disney won't give you the raid photograph. Right. So if you're on, I don't know, Splash Mountain, and you pull your mask down as you go down the hill, um, they must have somebody looking at the raid photographs. They're going to refuse to give you the raid photograph. Yep. And Disneyland Paris have done the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. They've they've implemented the same rule. So yeah, when you go to look at your photos after the ride, yeah. it won't it won't show up. Yeah, is what they're saying. So, mm. and it, well, it, it's not. I mean, I've, I know people that've been out there. Um, it's not. Yeah. It's not happening. Um, mm-hmm. So interesting. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, it's it's good if that's true. Mm-hmm. I I am not convinced that they are able to categorically say that's the case because how mm. can you? Yeah. You know, it, you've got people that are coming from all over Florida. It's not just going to be people that are local. Mm-hmm. And with numbers going up everywhere, I don't think you can categorically say it isn't. But I don't know. Yeah. If it's true, it's good news. That's mm-hmm. that's all you can say. That it's, it, Whatever they're doing is working for them. Um, it's just a shame that it's not working out that way for uh, yeah. other parts of Florida. And outside the parts as well. Um, Mr. D, did you have uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, a few other bits and pieces. Did you see about the um, the glass castle in Shanghai? Oh, my God. Yeah. The two kids. So it's a, it's a replica of the, the Disney castle. And this thing is um, it's huge. It's um, They reckon it's worth about $65,000. Um, it took uh, 500 hours to make it. It's all made of glass. Um, by made by the Arabas brothers in Spain, and two kids were running around the Shanghai Museum of Glass and crashed into it. So it looks like it was in a glass case. So I think they must have hit it the was. case. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. what's happened. Yeah, yeah, a huge amount of damage to it. Um, but they were. I mean, I think the Glass Museum was pretty chilled about it. The same, hey, it happens. But they're going to get one of the um, one of the Arabas brothers to come back up after. The current restrictions are lifted and uh, and fixed up. Apparently, it's already been damaged once before. But uh, sixty-four thousand uh, dollar question is they'll uh, they'll have to update the rules, won't they? No children, no, as well as no bulls. Yeah. Um, P Dubs, they're they're the guys that do the castles in Paris as well, aren't they? Yep, they do all the glass blowing in Paris. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. in fact. They've got a, a new. They make glass keys for Disneyland Paris. Mm. Um, normally for film releases, they've just announced they're doing one for Mulan. Normally limited edition thing. So yeah, they they're pretty well known in the in the Disney circus, certainly at Disney Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know if they made the big castle. You know the one. You know the, what the really expensive one that yeah. you always see. Mm. I'm not sure if that's them as well. I believe I so. I, th- I think most of the most of the stuff there is is mm-hmm. them. I mean, this one was a, a pure, clear glass castle, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Or, or it might have been frosted, but it was, yeah, it wasn't coloured. Yeah. I've yeah. seen some of them be. Um, no, just uh, sort of gold, gold on the turrets. Right. But the rest of it, yeah, was just clear glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet, I bet those kids got a telling off. I think they may have done, yeah. At least I yeah. have to put the bill. I suppose, at least, yeah. you know, nice trip out to Shanghai. Yeah. That's what we, uh, you know, first class, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I saw the pictures and it did. It, you know, I, I winced a little bit. Mm. I won't lie. I looked at it like, oh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least it had nothing to do with me. It's the only good yeah. thing. Um, P Dubs, what about yourself? Um, yeah, I've got another bit of Star Wars news actually. Um, Rise of the Resistance is moving from its um, virtual queue times of 10, 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 4 p.m. when they release. Um, new slots in the virtual queue to only now being available at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Hmm. Um, makes it a little bit more difficult to get those those passes. Um, I think they were possibly overloaded with people trying to get passes to get on Rise of the Resistance, so they've they've shortened the opportunity yeah. to do it. Yeah. And that's already started. That started last week. That started on the 24th. Apparently, they're, I mean, even with the four times, was it four times in before? Yeah, four times in before. Apparently, they're all gone within two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I watched um, Tim Tracker actually earlier when he mm-hmm. went in, and you could see everybody, the park kind of stopped at 2 p.m. Yeah. And they were all sitting around on their phones trying to get their slots. <laughs> just, just like Spain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, look, me, me and P-Dubs, we're used to this, right? Because we've had Lime Bertie for yeah. a few years now. And you only get, like, they, they open that up at, uh, I don't know, is it 9 o'clock? 10 o'clock? Yeah. I can't remember what time. But they, they open it about 15 minutes before. But, yeah, as soon as as soon as soon the time's come up, you know, because people start getting their phones out. They have mm-hmm. changed it slightly at Paris, though, haven't they? Expanded the the distance that you have to be within the park. Yes. You don't actually have to be in the park anymore. They have changed it so you you can be within a certain distance of the park to be able to do it. You don't have to get up and go to the park anymore. I mean, look, as long as it, it as long as it reaches all the on-site hotels, and I've yeah. got no problem with that. I mean, yeah. if you're staying off-site, then you know, tough luck. But I think as long as you're staying at an on-site resort, I don't think. Yeah. I think that's how it should be done anyway, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just to just to go look back a little bit to uh, the story about the hotels reopening, um, they've been given out uh, more part passes to the annual pass holders. Yeah. In July, August, and September, so they think that's this is from um, inside the magic, uh, but they think that you know the two are connected. Which mm. makes sense. I mean, it, it, it does seem like there, there could be a correlation there. Yeah, no, I had heard that they, they'd started adding more slots for, for annual pass holders to be able to get in the parks. Yeah. Um, Mr. D, anything more from you? Um, a couple of quickies. I mean, we talked Star Wars merch, but... Um, apparently the new thing is uh, is a shoulder plush. So did you see the Baby Yoda mm. shoulder plush? That's the latest thing, apparently. It's I've the end thing. I've not seen the Baby Yoda shoulder plush. <laughs> you seem so, really excited to well, see it, though. You can't <laughs> well, wait, can you? Well, uh, my wife and daughter went to... Oh, sorry, my wife. Uh, they went to uh, our local shopping centre today for the first time since shopping centers reopened uh, mm-hmm. you know a month or so ago and uh my daughter was excited to come home and tell me that she'd seen that green alien thing that you like from star wars in build a bear workshop uh, she was talking about baby yoda yeah um because she hasn't seen the mandalorian um 
Uh, and I, I mean, I love Baby Yoda. I'm, I'm definitely going to have some Baby Yodas. I, I'm still deciding what to buy. But I can tell you right now, a shoulder plush is not the one. Um, you look good with a shoulder plush, that You come to the well, Disney. Well, you know Disney, what? You know Disney what? Disney Parks and Beyond Meat, sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, a few years ago, I, I wore, and I had to wear an eye patch for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And that oh. would have been an ideal time to have yeah. worn uh, shoulder plush. They've done them for a few years because I saw... I've seen the baby Groot and I've seen a Pog one just off the top of my head. Mm. And how they work is you, but the, the, the base of the, the toy has got magnets in it. Yeah. And then you get a patch that you kind of are supposed to kind of like balance on your shoulder under your shirt. Mm-hmm. And then you put them, you know, you sit it on top and it's supposed to stay there through the power of magnetism. Um, I don't know how well they work. I've never bought one. Um, I think it's probably a great idea if you're a kid. Nah, not so much me. I've got limits. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, what the world needs now is more Baby Yoda merch. Yeah. Because, I mean, it is, you know, it is becoming something I'm seeing everywhere. I, even in my, my local Tesco supermarket, they've got the big 30-pound Baby Yoda pop vinyl which is huge. It's about the size of a child. It's really big. Um, so you, after not having any Baby Yoda merch when you actually wanted it, now it's all coming out thick and fast. So, but uh, yeah, I, I can't say today I'm going to be uh, investing in a, in a shoulder plush, I'm afraid. It'd be the any, big collectible of the future, that one could be. You know what? If any listeners want to buy me one, I will uh, do the next live. Uh, we're planning to do another live uh, event soon. I will wear it, mm-hmm. um, but that would be the only conditions that I, I wear it. And obviously, I need f- at least three days to have had it to make yeah. sure it's COVID-free. Um, <laughs> but yeah, mm, shoulder plushies. Is that uh, is that a Disney store thing or is that a Disney Parks thing or both? Uh, the one I saw was Disney Parks. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't know if it's coming to the Disney store. Actually, we're going to talk about merch, P-dubs. Let's talk about that amazing new spirit jersey. Which one? There's Uh, loads, but you mean the neon one? I mean the neon one, which is... What what, what was that for? It was Disneyland. That was just... um, No, but what was it? It was was called something, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the uh, Summer of Neon or something like that that they they did that didn't seem to shift at Disneyland. Um... I've got it. I bought it as soon as it went on sale because I do go on, go very quickly. And then Disneyland Paris launched theirs literally two days later. And see, the problem is, is that they have got the Disneyland version on Shop Disney in the UK yeah. right now. They haven't got the Paris one. Yeah. And uh, for those that heard me on Mickey Waffles the other week, when I was asked about Spirit Jerseys, I said that I always feel a little bit, not guilty, but I'd I'd rather have one from a park that I've been to than than one yeah. that I haven't been to, but that Disneyland one looks so great. I I'm even now I'm still tempted to to get it. For anybody that is looking for spirit jerseys in the UK, if there's something that you've seen and can't find, check out Double Boxed Toys. They really? have a massive collection. They are about twenty five pound more, and um, because they've had to pay for import fees and and everything on top but they have got quite a lot 
um, including Walt Disney World once. Unless unless they're buying them individually, I'm not having that. <laughs> not having yeah. oh yeah, import charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. I import haven't charges bought one work. from them. I, there's a few that I like, but I've I've gone look. I I've managed to get two off of Shop Disney in the UK for fifty quid. I'm not paying twenty five pound more for one. I mean, this neon one, it's like an electric blue and it's got like neon green writing, hasn't it? Yeah. That's the best way of describing it. It does just, I think it screams out to the early 90s kid in all of us. Yeah. I'm still obsessed. That's what it's aimed at. If if I could still find one that fits, I would still have a um, McDonald's fanny pack in (laughs) black with neon pink trim because that's the one I had. I love that so much. We all want to dress like the Fresh Prince of Bella. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but did you, did you, when? <laughs> so when I, when I said what I did, and you, you come back to me with a talk, were you referring to the Halloween one? Which, well, no, they there's there's a few they've and that um, that is a weird spirit jersey, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm not having that. But yeah, Double Box Toys have got some great ones if you are desperate for something in particular. Including, as I say, Walt Disney World ones, Alani, Cruise Line. Wow. Um, they've got some Halloween ones on there as well. Um, mm. I mean, so, the yeah. Halloween one for this year, it just, I, I don't know what it's supposed to be. Is it supposed to like represent sweets or something? I don't. Yeah, I would imagine so. It's, Halloween's a difficult one because you're either going to, it's either going to be bright orange or a color that no one really likes. I mean, it's black, yeah. So there's that, as you say, but the design on it is just so outlandish. I was just yeah. like, no, I can't, I can't be doing with the this. one that I'd had my eye on that I was hoping that Shop Disney were going to get, but it doesn't look like it. Disneyland also did a 65th anniversary one. Um, instead of saying Disneyland on the back, it says the happiest place on earth, yeah. And so... I really wanted that, but it's again, as I said, double box toys have had them and they, they were 75 pounds, and I was just like, no, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, it's a lot for jumper in it. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot for jumper. and they're not even particularly thick jumpers. They are made for theme park evenings, mm. so they're not overly thick. They are like a really like a terry toweling kind of material. Well, speaking of overly mm. thick, um, I've got nothing else to add. I've got no further news. So. Mr. D? There's a few other bits and pieces. So Go on, him. For those who are interested, Starbucks has reopened in Epcot. Have they got uh, another stupid drink in there? Like they did when they reopened the other week? Possibly. But uh, I think a lot of people missed the Starbucks. Obviously, it's part of the part redevelopment. So uh, good to see them starting to put them, some things back again. I have not had a Starbucks since February. No. February. Well, mind you, yeah, I suppose. I don't think I've had a Starbucks since about then. No. I had a Costa on Monday. Yeah, I've had Costa. I've had a Costa and a Nero. I'm not a Starbucks. Yeah, I don't have Nero near me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Costa have a big, one of their, their big coffee making facilities mm-hmm. is in it is near my town. So we do have um, a good number of Costas. Yeah. But I think we've got I think there's two in town, and there's uh, and we've got Starbucks. Right. Uh, but yeah, pretty much everywhere around here has got at least a Costa or a drive-through. Yeah, Costa. Um, 
So yeah, mm-hmm. I should really go to Costa. But uh, yeah, I can't. I you know for someone that used to go there quite a lot, I've I've not really missed it. I've got to be honest. Mm, I think yeah. I just go there out of habit more than, or I was going there out of habit. Um, but I've not been since it's reopened. Good job, mm. Brian's not here. Uh, he buys it out of supermarkets anyway. He doesn't yeah. have proper ones. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, what else, Mister D? Uh, let's see a couple other things. So Disney, Tokyo Disney Sea is getting a new neat team show. Um, believe I think believe Sea of Dreams in 2021. Yeah, replace some Fantasmic. Yeah, for those who are interested. And that's definitely still on our bucket list, but with all the current travel restrictions, I'm not quite sure when that's going to happen. Um, and then the Wayne and Dane race has been officially cancelled, and there's a virtual race. Are you, is that that's <laughs> not something you're into, Paul? Uh, it would be, but again, they're limiting it to US residents. Yeah which they've done with their virtual races for a few years now. Yeah. Um, it was actually, I'd planned to run it. Uh-huh. If it had been the weekend before it was, it was set to run, we couldn't work out the, the dates. Yeah. Because um, they change it. it. It's normally the second weekend or first weekend of November. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would have been there on the 1st of November. Right. Um, so we weren't sure whether they were going to run it that weekend. Or the following mm. one, and it was actually the following weekend, so it didn't yeah. it didn't work out anyway in the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did look as soon as they said they were doing it, and the first mm. thing I looked for was is it available to to residents outside the US, and it wasn't. So everybody that was running it in the UK have had a refund. Yeah, it just seems a bit strange, really. I mean, in in this day and age where you know internet and connectivity and inclusivity as well. Yeah. Disney, a company that talks about being inclusive. Yeah. First um, year they did. I've got mm -hmm. the first year's virtual medals, but since then they've, they've restricted it massively. Mm -hmm. The weird thing as well now, I mean, shop Disney or when it was Disney store.com, they've always shipped internationally, always. Mm -hmm. Um, but even in recent years, like Walmart and Target and places like that, they will ship internationally now. So, yeah. you know, there, there, re- there really isn't an excuse. It's not like it's mm. hard to send stuff out. It's more expensive, but then yeah. they, they, they will charge you for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, you should, like, and I know they had some issues with the first lot with things turning up broken, but surely that's down to their packaging. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Yeah. And those medals are, are hefty. They aren't going to break no. easily no not at all and you're getting a t-shirt with it so wrap yeah. the metal in the t-shirt as well yes it's not hard is it mm. it's no. really not hard but yeah i hate stuff like that if it's especially if it's virtual it makes no difference surely that's yeah. the whole no. point of a virtual race is you can do it anywhere in the world that's right except if it's a disney virtual race and then you have to be living in the states yeah, yeah. Hmm. And then the DCL Disney Cruise Line 2021 dates are are now available for sailings. Uh, I think they're bookable by the th- from the 30th of July. Um, however, they've also extended some cancellations for this year. Um, the magic, I think, pretty much everything is cancelled through October. Really, uh, you can either get a refund or you can get a credit towards a, a cruise next year I think to the value of 125% of, of what you paid if you've paid in full 
Um, but yeah, the dates for for next year, 2021, are actually um, are actually available now. The itineraries for 2021. And I think that's about it, really. Uh, oh yeah, there was one other thing. Um, did you see this this merch pass lottery that, that they're introducing for the Peter Pan collection? No. No. Sorry, so, I said I mean, no, but I was on mute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's always there one, one of us. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is there an awkward silence there? Tumbleweed moment. But no. Um, and it's it's pretty much imminent. I think. Uh, I think you've got to enter. Um, I think it's actually it might be passed because I oh, think. Great. Uh, I think it's well. It, it, in, I think the actual um, the buy date you get notified on the thirtieth of this month and you've you've got the 31st to buy uh this peter pan collection and and i think this is a response to you know to some of the demand that they've had for for limited edition merch so not quite sure how that's going to work but again i don't know if it's only available to us or whether that's a global thing should be global obviously so so uh, what is so what 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 is this right so there's a peter pan collection um and a I saw some of it. I didn't. I didn't look at it in detail, but some of it did look quite nice. Um, There's like, you know, bags and purses, things like that, shorts. Um, and you basically, if you're interested in buying it, you you apply, and there's a lottery. So you then get told, yes, you know, you've got this um, merch pass, and then you're able to buy it on the thirty first. So basically, you you get in there, uh, you get early access, I guess, um, for merchandise that Disney think is going to sell out. It's good. I mean, I kind of get it because mm. um, I've not been uh, I've not been buying any of it, but they've been doing this year. Uh, what's it called? Mini attractions, maybe. Mini Mouse's main attractions. There you go. I got I got two of the words right. Um, and uh, it's it's a range that it's a monthly range, and you get a mini plush, and is it a lounge fly bag? Uh, it's lounge fly. They they mix it up. So it's, okay, it's it's always lounge fly, but one month it'll be a bag, the next month it will be a a fanny pack. Right. Okay. Um. So you've got all this stuff, um, and and pins, and there's a mug. So this month it will I th- well I don't know if it's this month's one but the one that releasing at the end of this month is uh, the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. So it's it's all uh, you know all of the items are inspired by the teacup ride, mm-hmm. like the swells and stuff like that. So the Minnie Mouse has got a dress on with the swells and there's some Mickey Minnie Mouse ears with the, the same thing on. Yeah, and um, there's not a lottery for it, but it, it, this was all stuff that's supposed to be released in store. And because of the the current restrictions, they've gone. We're just putting it all online, and mm. it's first come, first served, basically. Yeah, so you get in there quick. Now, when yeah. they do limited release stuff, it does surprise me actually. But when they do limited release stuff like that in in the UK on shopdisney.co.uk, mm. uh, you will struggle. Mm. You mm. will struggle to get this stuff. Um, it, it, just to point out, it wasn't Mad Tea Party this month. That was March. It was uh, King Arthur's Carousel this month. Yeah, but they're releasing it on the 31st. So I think the stores that didn't get to release them, it's been released on Friday. Mm-hmm. 
because the the way it was worded was was to suggest that this wasn't what was supposed to be coming out now. So yeah, that, that does make sense. King Arthur's Carousel one came out two weeks ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, thirty first of July in the UK, um, they're releasing yeah. what they've got left, basically. Right. So, yeah. so that's even that's going to be even more limited than than usual. But I know yeah. that, I know people were complaining the last couple of releases online of those Minnie Mouse plushies. They could they go really quick, and the ears mm. go really quick, and the bags. Yeah, it's, go. It's, yeah, it's normally the ears and the bags that go. They, yeah. The plushies you can still pick up. There's still four of them available. Really? Yeah. Blimey. So you've got the Pirates one, I think. And that was an early one. Yeah, that was the that was the second one. Um, what else have they got? They've got um I think that's the latest one. Oh no, that's that's the original one, I think. That's the oh that's the small world one, sorry. They've got left. Um, they've got the carousel still left, and the tiki room is still left. Uh, I mean, tiki room's not really a big thing in the UK anyway. No. Mad Hatter would be. Yeah. So, yeah, they didn't say how much they had of this stuff, but it's going on sale on the 31st. So if you listen to this early enough, you can you can try your luck at 8 o'clock in the morning, BST, but you're going to struggle. <laughs> because I've had stuff in my bag. I can't remember what it was I was trying to buy last year, but there was something, and I got up. Um, made sure I was on just before eight o'clock. It went live about eight o two. I had it in my basket, and by the time I checked out, it had already sold out, which and I, and I never makes sense to me. The next collections are all going to be even more difficult to get hold of. So the next one in August is Dumbo, oh, God, which yeah. is a really popular one. Then Big Thunder, mm. <laughs> then Haunted Mansion, <laughs> then the Jungle Cruise, and then the Castle. So the next five are going to be yeah. an absolute nightmare to get a hold of. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you struggle to get the Peter Pan stuff the first time, struggling to get it the second time around with whatever. Yeah. Got left. yeah. Um. Cool. Well, look, I, I think we'll leave it there for yeah. the in park stuff. But let's go and have a quick look at what's going on outside of the parks. <laughs> After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. And I'll tell you what's going on inside outside the parks. It's the, the same thing that I've been going on about for the last few episodes, which is... Which of the big films is coming out first? Is it going to be Tenant or is it going to be Mulan? Well, that question got answered for us. Yeah. Because after all of the, the Chris Nolan, this film is definitely coming out. It's not going to be pushed back at all. They removed Tenant from the release schedule. And then within about a day, Mulan got moved as well. However, it has not yet got a release date. It has been taken off the schedule indefinitely. Yeah. Um. I, I, the only reason I can think they're doing that is just because they don't want to do yet another release date and get it pulled again. 
Um, that, that's the only sense I can make of that. Okay. I think to remove it completely is a little bit of an odd move, but yeah. you know, because there's no reshoots for it, there's you know, it, it, it's ready to go, literally ready to go. So I don't know what they're they're going to hold it back to. No, um, I, I think they might be waiting until because Tenant is coming out internationally. Is it? Yeah, it's only the US that it sounds like they're going to hold it back. It still sounds like Tenant may be out by the end of next month in the in other territories. Yeah, it's it's definitely not coming out in the UK. Well, I'll say it, it's not... I can't say it's definitely not coming out in the UK, but they, the UK haven't got a new date for yeah. it yet. I don't think they've, they've confirmed on any date yet, but no. I think their plan is that they will release it in, in certain territories next month. Um, I just had a look at our, the schedule for Cineworld, Mister D. Mm-hmm. My local Cineworld. Yeah, and uh, you can uh, you can watch any of the following. Uh, just mm-hmm. this, just off the top of my head, um, but they are showing this weekend the Back to the Future tr- trilogy. Yeah, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Right. The first three Harry Potter films. Um, yeah. They are showing Jumanji: The Next Level, mm-hmm. Onward, uh, My Spy, which I. I mean, both Onward and My Spy, I find hysterical because one's on Disney Plus and one is on uh, Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime to watch. Um, Military Wives, you can go and see that as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, Jurassic Park and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. They're they're your films. There's also a Russell Crowe film that's coming out, which looks like some low-budget thing they just dumped out because they could um, as a new release. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but that's it. That that's the kind of film schedule you've got. So yeah, uh, yeah. If you want to go and watch some classic films, great. Um, if you want to go and see something you didn't get to see just before the cinemas closed, you might be able to. But otherwise, yeah, that's what you got. Oh, and so the Hedgehog as well. Yeah, which actually is good. I've seen that a few times. It's pretty good. But yeah, I've heard it's good. I've seen it, but yeah, I've heard it's good. Um, but saying that, uh, even though they delayed Mulan indefinitely, mm-hmm. they did P-dubs at Comic-Con confirm New Mutants. Yeah. Definitely coming out now. Yeah. Definitely coming out. They've, they've given another date. It's definitely coming out. Yeah, despite the fact that there was a trailer that clearly said Disney Plus on it. Well, it will be on there eventually, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Possibly. But no, the first the first trailer that I released for Comic Con actually did say Disney Plus on it. Brilliant. Is it? <laughs> have they have they even announced what rating it is yet? No. Because no, I was I was reading some bits and pieces the other day that says um, it's it's not even the original script they wrote in the end. Um, the original script was meant to tie into like the first class team. Right. Uh, right. Professor X was meant to be in it. Um. I think they said Mystique was meant to be in it originally. No, Storm. Storm was going to be in it. And they they went to Fox at the time and went, yeah, we've got their scripts. And they went, no, our period pieces with the X-Men haven't done very well. Please don't do that. And he had to go back and rewrite the whole script without the X-Men in it. <laughs> Amazing. This film gets better and better. Um I mean, look. If it's PG, if it's PG thirteen, it'll be on Disney Plus. If it's yeah. if it's rated R, it ain't. That's, yeah, I that's don't think it'll be an R. I think it'll be PG thirteen. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, mm. The other thing is, as well, that was odd with this story is that they've they've moved Avatar and Star Wars back. Yeah. By yeah. Uh... So Avatar two is now coming out in twenty twenty two. Yeah. 
an untitled live action Disney movie will take the De- December 2021 slot. Oh, Tron free. Um, and uh, well, someone has moved into it already. That has a tie, Spider Man. Is it? Yeah, they've they've moved it into the the Star Wars slot. Into the, sorry, into the Avatar slot. Oh no, yeah. I don't. I don't want my Spider Man film at Christmas. Yeah. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. He's due to film. I think he's he said because he's gone straight into filming Uncharted. That's um, right, yeah. And once he's done with that, he goes straight into Spider-Man. And then he'll have two press tours back-to-back. It's a hard life being an actor. Yeah. Such a hard life. He'll have to eat his food out of polystyrene boxes. Yeah. Um, And yeah, the next Star Wars film is going to be 2023 now, rather than 2022. Um, Which is likely to be Taker's Star Wars, I think. Hopefully, hopefully, will be Taika Waititi's. They've not said it is, no, but, but he's confirmed one. he's now writing it. Yeah, that's the only one that we we have official confirmation yeah. at the moment. As, he's, uh, he's finished on Love and Thunder. Yeah, uh, and he's going to work on a Star Wars film until he can film the next Good door stuff. Which I think Hemsworth said the other day that they begin at the beginning of next year on Love and Thunder. Okay. So I just want to, I want it I want it now I want that now I do want to lose another Spider-Man film but uh, you can wait a little bit. Um, now we must be like Nostradamus in podcast terms because I can't think of any Disney podcast recently that's talked about the 2018 film Magic Camp except this very podcast. And what was it within a day? maybe two days of this episode coming out, the last episode coming out, where we talked about Magic Camp, they announced it's coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I think I know why. I think I know why. Um, So just to kind of recap what we were talking about this last time, so it was announced in 2018 and filmed then. uh, Or was it 2017? But anyway, it was supposed to, it must have been 2017, because it was originally coming out on April 6th, 2018. Then it was pushed back to August the 3rd of, the, of that same year, and at which point I think, if I remember rightly, it got replaced with Christopher Robin. Um, and then it was later announced it wasn't going to be released at cinemas. Um, and it's now being dumped on Disney Plus uh, on August 18th. I can't remember if it doesn't say in this. this website actually now um but uh i think the reason why it's been dumped out there is because jeffrey tambles in it and he's had a lot of controversy controversy around him of late so i think that's why so actually disney plus is getting quite oh uh, 14th of august i was close 14th of august um so it's going to be quite a big month isn't it for um for Disney Plus because they've got the uh, that film about the elephant what's that called? The One and Only Ivan The One and I- Only Ivan yeah again another great Disney live action movie title um, and Finish and Ferb that's yeah. coming out in August as well isn't it? Yeah so that's, that's you know that's some big films 
but it does True. worry me that it's, it, it was filmed like two years ago and it's being dumped with no publicity. There's not even been a trailer for it. Right. There's never been a trailer for Magic Camp. Uh, at least uh, New Mutants got a trailer. Yeah, well, they released the... Um, then they released the um, opening segment or something yeah. at, at uh, Comic-Con last week. I only watched a, a little bit of the um, of the panel, so I didn't um, I didn't see the uh, the opening segment. But uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure Magic Camp is going to be great. Uh, so Should we talk about the film that you're really looking for? I was going to ask you to bring it up, yeah, because <laughs> I I clicked on the link cried a little bit, swore a little bit and didn't read anything more than the, the headline for it. So yeah, why don't you fill us in with this uh, this new newly so announced film? Disney announced they have bought the rights to um, the Kate Winslet-led re- remake of Black Beauty. <laughs> I mean, did, did the world need another Black Beauty? There's been a few, isn't there? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I I'd not even heard about this. No, well, as I said, it, it wasn't made by Disney. Disney have bought it. Um, it's all filmed already. It's it's done. Um, but it seems like whoever made it wants to get it out there, rather than waiting to try and get it into a cinema. So they've sold it off to to Disney Plus. Mm. So let me, because uh, I, I I literally cannot find anything about this film. No. Uh, oh, there has there has now been something uh, added to Wikipedia that wasn't on. It's not on the on the main Black Beauty uh, thing. No, but there you go. Uh, filming began in South Africa in October 2019. I have to say uh, the cast list isn't bad. I like uh, I like Claire Fellaini. Yeah, England's fine. Yeah, uh, I'm not really familiar with Mackenzie Foy. Oh, f- oh God! I've got to edit that out. Yeah, you got to. Space that out. to swear. Um, yeah. I've just, I've just found out who Kate Winslet is in this film. She's Black Beauty. She's the voice of Black Beauty. <laughs> oh. oh man! Oh my God! This is going to be awful. Uh, Constantine Films, who are a German company. Are making this. Um, oh, good news! They've also been involved in the uh, 20th Century Fox uh, Fantastic Four film franchise. <laughs> so you you know their level of quality right there. Oh, uh, I mean, man, this is this this is this is something. Uh, it's it, it filmed in uh, filmed last year in South Africa. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I, it's a cheat, right? Me and Craig don't have to review it now because they've not made it; they've just bought it, so it's disallowed. It's still being classed as a Disney Plus original. I, I don't care what they call it. It's like when Netflix show things like um, The Good Place and claim it's a Netflix. Yeah, original. but you're not going to be able to watch it anywhere else. Uh, so therefore, it is a Disney Plus original. Therefore, you I have mean, to watch it. I mean, honestly, of of. There, there must have been, there must have been other films that are sitting there at the moment waiting for distribution they could have bought. Maybe you got a good deal on it. It's a talking horse. It fits. 
Yeah. I mean, look, when was the last time we got a good talking horse? I mean, it's either Mr. Ed or Bojack Horseman, right? That's that's it. They're the only Bojack good Horseman, Disney related. Yeah, well, he's now. Is it now? No, it's not. No, Michael Eisner. It was his production oh, company. Of course it was, yeah. Um, oh. I don't know if it counts, but Donkey and Shrek. <laughs> no, there you go. Very, very loose. Um, Beauty marks the second narrative feature acquisition for Disney Plus after Clouds. That inspirational teen drama it picked up from Warner Brothers. Huh? Okay, it's not been it's announced. Probably, it's probably not even on our Disney Plus. Uh, it's it's not it's not appeared on Disney Plus yet. Um, they they bought it from Warner, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to find. Uh, upcoming musical drama Clouds be released on Disney Plus in 2020 starring a load of people I do not know oh Neve Campbell's in it so again a load of people I do not know and somebody that we used to know um, yeah that, that that also doesn't sound great either so that's that's two films now because I think I think Warner Brothers probably would have distributed Black Beauty as well that's weird yeah uh, God. Yeah, well, there you go. If you like Black Beauty, and if you've ever wondered what uh, uh, Kate Winslet voicing a horse would be like, well, you won't have long to find out. It, cut, it launches later this year. Did, did it tell? Did it say a date? Was it November? No, I, no? I don't think so. I think they just they just announced it was coming soon. So there's your incentive to join our Patreon page. Yeah, you get to hear me and Craig review Black Beauty later this year. Mm. My God. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I suppose it was going to have to happen at some time with, with this stuff. You know, we talked talk the last episode, they need content, right? I Just because <laughs> just I said that didn't mean they had to just buy the first thing they looked at. Yeah. Jesus, it's like somebody going into a restaurant and just picking the first thing they see on a menu and go, yeah, I'll have that. Um, that that's all I had for outside of the park news. Did did anyone have anything else that uh, um, they picked up we, on? We can talk about the the Emmys. Um, oh, because uh, Disney picked up quite a lot of of nominations. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them. They got 15 nominations over over the the categories. Not bad. Um, I'm just going to go through some of the the ones that that make a little more sense for, for us. Um, so the first one I can see is Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance. Take a guess who that might be. We've already spoken about him tonight. Emmys? Yeah. Is it Kate Winslet's Black Beauty? Hmm. <laughs> no. It is Taika Waititi. Is it Eddie Murphy's Donkey? <laughs> Taika Waititi has got a, an Emmy nomination for IG-11 in The Mandalorian. Oh, you know what? I was hoping he was going to say it's Adolf Hitler and Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that wasn't a voiceover role. Um, um, okay, uh, it, it was a it was a good character, so I'm I'm okay with that. Um, outstanding short form animated program. Forky asked a question. Oh no! No, no. <laughs> I look. I loved Forky in the film. Those Forky shorts are bang average at best and and then add to the fact that they replaced Timothy Dalton's prickle pants just don't bother yeah um the Mandalorian got 
outstanding cin- cinema photography. Um, well deserved. For chapter seven. And uh, what was chapter seven? The Reckoning. So it would have been the last but one. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, it also got one for best music composition for the finale. Um, and Giancarlo Esposito got nominated as best guest actor. Oh, poor off. Yeah, I, I thought that as well. I, I love him. Like, he is an absolutely amazing actor in nearly everything I've ever seen him in. But he's in that for about two minutes. Yeah, I thought that was a bit ridiculous. I would have given it to um, the guy from Carl Weathers. I thought I he. I would have given it to um, Werner Herzog. Yeah. He yeah, was great. A bit of a strange one. Um, outstanding narrator, Angela Bassett for the Imagineering story. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, outstanding drama series, Mandalorian. Yeah. And outstanding children's program, Star Wars Resistance. Oh. Oh, really? Resistance is awful. Me and Craig have been watching it and it's dreadful. I don't know anyone that's had a good word to say about Resistance. Yeah, me and Craig have got about halfway through the first season and just stopped not watching it. Um, But yeah, I I also believe that it's not listed there, but I think um, Jeff Goldblum, his show got a documentary nod. Okay. Good. Um, it's not listed on this, but I'm sure he did. I'm sure I read that because I was looking at someone else that I'd heard rumours that he might have got one, but I'm sure Jeff Goldblum was in there for Best Documentary. Didn't Alan Meakin get one as well? For He got a daytime one. Um, he actually won. Um, so he's now an EGOT. He's won everything. He's won an Emmy, he's won an Oscar, a Grammy, and I can't remember what the T stands for, but yeah, that was his final one. Telegram. He was waiting on <laughs> he was waiting on his Emmy to, to complete Tony, the, the Tony. Tony, yes. Um, and he won Best Original Song in a children's young adult or animated program for a song he wrote for Tangled Adventure. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how my daughter hasn't really got into Tangled, the animated series, or whatever. Was it called Tangled Adventure, the, like, the last yeah. series? Um, because she loves to film. Rapunzel was her favourite princess, but she she watched a few episodes of it, but never really kept with it. I mean, now I think the problem we always had with the Disney Channel in the UK is the scheduling for everything was always erratic. Yeah, I found. Um, but now you've got it all on Disney Plus. You've got no excuse really. Um, what's she watching? The, oh, she started watching Lilo and Stitch the series. Sam's watching that at the moment as well. The thing I remember, I remember it when it it first started, but I was like. A teenager, I was in my early twenties, I think then, or uh, certainly late teens. So I remember catching bits of it, like, like if I was up and it was, you know, I turned the telly on and that was that happened to be on, but I didn't really pay much attention to it. But the one thing that stands out for me with that is how much it still looks like the film. Yeah, like I think the animation in it is really good. Like Tangled, it, like it's it's nice animation. Yeah, but it's Tangled. Not the same. No. Because they cheap out because yeah, it's him. Yeah. I'm, I'm Rapunzel. Yeah. But that Lilo and Stitch one looks really, really good. I was yeah. really uh, surprised at how good it looks even now. But uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, people that I know are into it are really into it. Yeah. Like they do say it's a really good series. Uh, and they did get the original cast back, which is. Yeah, is rare. Something. It's this, the, they both 
both main characters came back to voice there. Uh, to be fair, I think even though you can question the animation uh, as we just did, the, the current stuff that they've got, you know, with that, with uh, DuckTales, with um, you know, the Mickey Mouse shorts, I think they're all actually really well done. Yeah. Like they, they have good stories and they have, you know, actually like story arcs and stuff. There's some really good stuff that they're putting out at the moment, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm quite surprised. Uh, I should really watch more DuckTales. I've only watched the first uh, season in a bit, but um, yeah. Because the kids watch it about me. Um, time to catch up because it's finishing, isn't it? So. Oh, is the next season the last? Yeah. Why do they always do that as well? Which is why they've chucked everybody into the last season. Yes, because Rescue Rangers are going to be in it and yeah. uh, Tailspin. Goofy was in an episode. Uh, did they mention Darkwing Duck? Well, actually, Darkwing Duck's, Duck's been, been in, in it. it loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, he's, he's... I've only seen him. When I've seen him, he's been in a show within a show. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there was an episode when he, he was in it. Okay. Um, okay. Then, of course, we had the whole Donald Duck changing his voice and becoming Don Cheadle for a it's season. An episode. It's, a, it's not just an episode. It's a season. Don che- yeah, Don Cheadle played Donald Duck for a, at least half a season. That is incredible. <laughs> oh, man, I really need to catch up on this, like, post that. Right, sorry, I'm ending the episode. Like, we're not going to top that. Don Cheadle's Donald Duck. Does he do it in the same voice as he uses notions? Yeah, it's basically it's Don Cheadle. It's just Don Cheadle. No, it's no. Not even... like, have you not have you not seen him in no. the Oceans films? He does the worst. He does a, a worse Cockney accent than Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, no, it's no, he is literally just Don Cheadle. Brilliant. Not even War Machine Don Cheadle. He is just, just Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle. So like Captain Planet Don Cheadle. <laughs> Oh. What I watch first, DuckTales or that funny or die sketch about Captain Planet? <laughs> both, both sound excellent. Um, right, we'll wrap this episode up. Um, we it, it's the summer, right? I don't, you, I don't know if you've have noticed that it's the summertime now, so we are already two days late on this episode. Um, releases might be a bit more erratic because people are having leave and spending time with families and stuff like that. So apologies. Episodes will still be going out regularly and, you know, probably within the same week they're supposed to normally, but, you know, the days might get a bit mixed up. That's all we're saying. So and you never know, you might get extra episodes. Do you never know. Some of us are bored. You never know. Yep, yep, you could have that as well. Um, also, uh, voting remains open on Patreon for the next film we're going to watch. I'm going to close it Friday the 31st July. Um, so get your votes in Patreons if you haven't already. I think I haven't checked, but I think G Force is winning. Oh god! Uh, so I'm gonna have to revisit that horror show. So thanks, guys. Um, but you know, I so might something might pip it. There was quite a few good suggestions for G, um, but it does look like we're gonna be watching the film about uh, the adventures Flying, of guinea pigs. Uh, let's play guinea pigs. Yeah. No, 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 they're not space. They're not in space. Uh-huh. They're not in space on that one. Okay. No, no, that's you're getting confused with uh, Space Buddies. Oh, God, yeah. Which also features the guinea pig, to be to be fair. So you're not too far. Did, did Disney go through a whole period where they just used guinea pigs? Because there was bedtime stories as well with a mad guinea pig. 
they'd, they'd gone to guinea pig warehouse and yeah. just bought a load and thought what are we gonna do yeah and and that's what happened loads of films with guinea pigs so yes so yeah anyway get your votes in before the 31st of july uh, make a decision and uh, we will be uh, recording that in the next week or so and um, we will see you for another Disney Parts and Beyond in a couple of weeks cheerio stay safe Dark Podcast.